Hey there, and welcome back to By His Grace Marriage Ministry Podcast. My name is Amanda, and today's episode is going to be a spontaneous word. It'll be a quick one. It's not one of the Fruits of the Spirit episodes, um, but this is something that came to me that I wanted to share. I thought it would be um, some wonderful advice that I pray will bless all of you and help encourage you. And again, this word is for those that are married and for those that are preparing to be married and for those that are trusting in Elohim for the gift of marriage. So I know that a lot of us probably feel, especially with how the world is right now, we have so much change, a lot of it negative. We have um, a lot of crisis going on. We have a lot of um, questions and uncertainties. There is just, um, you know, everything just looks really kind of scary right now, right? Um, We have prices that just keep rising, you know, and when we are also following Elohim, we tend to face a lot of spiritual warfare. Now, I haven't uh, spoken in detail in regards to spiritual warfare, but that is something I am eventually going to address. Some of you may already know what spiritual warfare is, and you've been dealing with it, not just recently, but maybe for a few years, maybe for most of your life, maybe on and off. There's been seasons of just heavy spiritual warfare, and it especially comes when um, Elohim is getting ready to bless you. Excuse me. Also, um, when you are in his will. So when you are serving others, you're serving him, you are walking, you know, wholeheartedly with him, you are um, just in the things that he has for you, right? You're not in your own free will, you're not in anything counterfeit, and you're definitely not in anything um, having to do with the world or anything secular. So, you know, when you're in your marriage, your ordained marriage, or getting ready to step into it, or you haven't yet, but you know you will one day soon, just know that you will face spiritual warfare up against your marriage. Now, I have talked about this in previous episodes that, you know, don't stop praying once you've gotten married, okay? You need to continuously, um, on the daily, pray for your spouse, pray for your marriage, pray for your children, pray for your family, cover your your marriage and family in prayer, okay? It's so important that you do that because especially once you are united with that person and you've become one with that person, the enemy is going to find more ways to try to now um, cause damage and ultimately destroy your marriage and family. Now, if when you were single, you may have experienced things like delay, which I've talked about a lot. That's one way the enemy tries to keep um, a godly union from coming together. But once you step into that union, right, because that's what Yah has for you, you're going to step into it regardless, okay, unless you decide to do your own thing. But once you step into it, then what the enemy is going to do is he's going to try to find ways to ultimately destroy or at least cause, cause, excuse me, significant damage somewhere within your relationship. Because remember, marriage has different areas, right? So this word, I just want to share a few things. Um, just kind of give some advice on how to stay content in your marriage, how to um, appreciate each other and what's in your, you know, what's in your marriage, what comes within your union. And um, I just want to share something that I came across 
that talks about how you can grow together in your union, right? Because sadly, um, and this is in secular marriages, of course, but I even hear this within godly marriages, you know, spouses after X amount of time, they start to drift apart and it could be for different reasons. It could be, um, a misunderstanding. It could be as something as simple as that. It could be <clears throat> maybe your husband is working a lot. You don't get to have time together. Um, maybe you've gone through something, um, traumatic together or just challenging. Um, So it's important to know that when those seasons come in your marriage, that the two of you need to really stick together. Okay. So, so important. And of course, have Elohim as your foundation and at the center of the two of you and covering the two of you as well. Okay. So to be happily married, which I know nowadays, a lot of people don't believe in that. but you can be happily married, okay? To be happily married, you must divorce pride, okay? Um, I haven't done a full episode on pride, on the topic of pride, but I have mentioned it before. And pride is really just, it's not a good thing to have. Uh, It's definitely one of the worst things that a person could have, Um, no matter what, whether you're single, married, you know, regardless, pride is just um, very damaging to relationships, um, especially your relationship with Elohim. Okay. So you must divorce pride. You must, um, divorce insecurities and patience, your past or both of your past, anger, bitterness, sin, and resentment. Many, many times, no matter how many times it pops up between the two of you or within your marriage, you have to learn how to divorce it or rebuke it pray against it. So you, you must learn to divorce these things when they come up. Do not be prideful towards your spouse. Okay. Um, divorce your insecurities. It kind of goes hand in hand with what I spoke about recently about healing and how important it is to heal. Okay. Because if we don't heal with certain things, we can really carry insecurities into our marriage. Okay. So very important. Um, learn to, you know, divorce impatience. Having impatience is not a good thing in marriage. Um, and as a matter of fact, I won't say anything more about that because that's actually one of the fruits of the spirit is patience. So I'll talk more about that in that episode. Um, you have to learn to leave your past behind. Okay. Especially if one or both of you had things in the past, baggage, exes, um, things you've done, whether it was relational or just things that you've done, you want to leave that stuff in the past. That's the past. Focus on the now and the future that the two of you are building together alongside Elohim. Okay. Divorce anger. We know that anger is very similar to pride in a sense, and anger can really do a lot of damage to your union. So it's really important that you control your anger. Now, anger is not a bad emotion. What can be bad with anger is if we don't know how to manage it or control it, okay? Anger can cause a lot of damage. So just be really careful of that. Um, Again, you have a right to be upset about certain things, but it's all about how you manage it, okay? Um, Divorce bitterness. Bitterness also goes hand in hand with pride. Bitterness will really, really damage and possibly even destroy, again, along with pride, can destroy your marriage. You want to, of course, divorce sin sin we know what that what that does and the the impact that it can have not just you but on 
on everybody that's connected to you and around you, especially your spouse and your children. Okay. And you want to divorce resentments. Okay. Resentment is another huge thing, especially if the two of you have a disagreement or an argument. You really want to be sure that you forgive one another. Don't let the sun go down on your anger um, so that there's no resentment towards one another. Okay. So, and again, that kind of goes along with, I think, yes, I did an episode called Grace and Forgiveness, how to have that with your spouse. Um, because if not, then you can really grow bitterness, resentment, and pride. And again, that can really, really damage and even possibly destroy um, your marriage. Okay. So you want to divorce all of these things. What you don't want to divorce is your spouse. You never want to divorce your spouse. And again, I am talking about Yah-ordained marriages that he has brought together. Okay. I'm not, and here's the thing. I'm not saying divorce should be something that should be done ever unless it is a union that was never put together by Yah and it is stopping the plans of Yah. Okay. And these people are just in toxicity or abuse or in harm then that's when divorce needs to come into play. But apart from that, you don't ever, ever want to have divorce come up or even the thought of it, okay? Remember, that is something that Yah does not want to see. He doesn't want to see what he has brought together be torn apart or even have that thought, okay? All right, so let me go in and jump into the word that I want to share about growing together in your marriage, okay? I know it can be tough, okay? Again, most marriages, even godly ones, not just secular ones, okay, <clears throat> all have their stages or their seasons. So obviously when you first come together, you're so in love. You're just so um, passionate about one another. You love everything about one another. You go through that honeymoon season, right? That honeymoon stage. You can't get enough of one another. You know, it's just, you guys are so in love, okay? And as I've talked about before, unconditional love should always be present with one another, no matter if you've been married six months, six years, or 16 years, okay? It should always be present. But sometimes when when a lot of time has gone by, sometimes people can fall out of love, okay? Sometimes things can happen or take place in a marriage that, again, can cause damage. And sometimes that damage almost seems irreparable, right? It almost seems like you can't fix things. And sometimes that can change how you might look at one another, okay? Um, and again, that's something that I'll have to go more into detail um, in a later or future episode because there's a lot of different scenarios. Like if a spouse is unfaithful, you know, if a spouse becomes abusive one way or another, um, you know, just there's a lot of more serious topics that... Um, I would need to go more into detail with that I know a lot of people struggle with. For now, I'm going to keep it where it's at because, again, those topics are very serious. So, and I think I mentioned this in my, um, I think it was the marriage bed episode where I talked about that there will be seasons that will be naturally high and then naturally low in terms of how attracted you are to one another and how much you want to be around each other and how much you need each other and all those kind of things. But that agape love, that, that unconditional love should always be present throughout your marriage, no matter how many years, you know, Elohim gives the two of you together before he calls you home. Okay. Um, that should always be present. Okay. So let me just read this real quick and let me just talk about how to grow together in marriage as you face challenges. Okay. 
And I pray that this blesses you and that it encourages you. So decisions need to be made without regard to your emotions. I know you're thinking, how do I do that when, you know, it seems like emotions have everything to do with being in a marriage with somebody and being in love with them and all that kind of stuff. Yes. Just let me continue on so that it makes sense. Because I know at first I was like, hmm, this is going to be really challenging. How do you remove emotions out of, you know, a marriage, a relationship that is full of emotions? Okay. All right. So when it comes to decisions, like those major decisions within your marriage, it needs to be without regard to your emotions. They need to be made based on the word of Elohim, the scriptures, the Bible. Okay. If you are going to grow together in your marriage, you cannot be an emotional decision maker. Okay. The most painful life on earth is an emotionally navigated life that reacts to everything inconsistently based on fleeting emotions. Now, this doesn't have to do with marriage, but I'm going to share an example of what making decisions emotionally can do. When we make decisions emotionally or take a step emotionally, sometimes we can end up doing something that ends up either hurting ourselves or another person. When we act out of our emotions like that, sometimes we say things we would it have said had we not been emotional. Sometimes we take um, actions that maybe we wouldn't have taken had we not been emotional. Do you see where I'm going with this? Okay. And I know I've experienced that in my life. I know most of you have probably experienced this in your life. So it's no different in your marriage. Okay. Like you don't want to say something that you know would hurt your spouse because you're emotional at the moment. Right. Okay. So that's really what I'm referring to when I say that when you go to make decisions and, you know, talk about important things, you know, it needs to be made without regard to your emotions. Okay. Um, and I know that can be challenging because I know it's like, well, you know, Elohim made us to be emotional people, right? He created these emotions, you know, um, it's all about balance and it's all about when it comes to decisions and when it comes to major things in your life, this is where we need to go to Yah and say, you know, what is the next step? What, what do you have for us? What do you have for me and my spouse? What do you want for our family and our marriage? Excuse me. What do you have for our family and our marriage? Okay. So, and that's why, you know, it can be really painful if you constantly, every time you react, you, you react based on fleeting emotions. Okay. Um, I've had a couple of personal experiences that have been really hurtful and it was because of acting out of emotions in that moment, you know, to where otherwise I know that that person or myself wouldn't have said that or done that had they not been emotional in the moment. Okay. So the greatest life in the world is based on facts and faith within the word of Elohim and the scriptures. Okay. People who are mature in decision-making are not emotionally decision-makers. Okay. Emotions change. Although feelings can be very real, they can also be very wrong, right? The scripture constantly tells us about the heart. Don't trust in it. You know, it can be misleading and I'm totally paraphrasing, but we know that Psalms and Proverbs or one or the other, we know that, you know, there are scriptures that talk about not trusting the heart. Okay. We need to be really, really careful on that. Okay. So bad feelings can create a lot of unnecessarily problems. Sorry. We know that bad feelings can create a lot of unnecessary problems or destructive circumstances in a relationship 
when you let loose that weapon on your spouse, okay? So kind of like the whole thing with the tongue, we have to be careful, you know, remember what I said, a life, or a second on the lips, a lifetime in the heart, right? So we need to be careful of our words. What are our words fueled by? They come from our heart. And what is our heart fueled by? It comes from emotions, okay? Remember, the, the heart is the seat of our emotions, okay? So we really need to be careful about, you know, when we're caught up feeling some type of emotion, what we're going to say, what we're going to do. We need to be careful, okay? We really, really do. And I, again, I know that can be difficult if you struggle in that area. And I think a lot of us do. Just, you know, seek Elohim in prayer and ask him to help you in regards to that, okay? Um, and again, remember I, I mentioned pride earlier. You know, what does that verse say? You know, uh, pride comes before destruction and a happy spirit before a fall, you know? So we really need to be careful um, that we don't use that weapon or that we don't make that mistake with our spouse. So we already know that in a godly marriage, to become one, and no matter what, you should choose to love one another and endure all things together. I just spoke about this recently, about enduring to the end, okay? To hurt the other is to only hurt yourself, and ultimately to really just kind of disappoint Elohim, right? Because we're supposed to reflect His love to our spouses. Remember that He chose the marriage union, the marriage relationship, to reflect His love for us, okay? So, all right. So the word divorce should never be brought up. Like I just said a little bit ago, not only does Elohim hate divorce and Satan, of course, loves it, but your spouse should know no matter what, that you will never give up on them. Because really, when you think about it, has Elohim ever given up on you in your whole life so far? Has he ever given up on you? And again, remember, like I just said, your marriage union is supposed to reflect his love for us. So if he never gives up on us, he gives us mercy and grace, like I've talked about before, then we need to do the same with our spouses, okay? I know it's hard. I know it can be hard to forgive. I know it can be hard to have grace, to have mercy and understanding and patience and all of that, but it's what needs to be done. Again, marriage is a beautiful gift, but it's hard work. Okay. It is hard work. All right. And if you're not ready to do any of those things, then you're not ready for marriage and you're especially not ready for godly marriage. Okay. Now, even through the toughest parts of your marriage, your spouse should have the peace of mind to know that you are for them and not against them. If your spouse thinks that you're going to constantly be against them, you're looking at the, the, the process, the beginning of a sad process of eventually the spouse saying, I no longer want to be with you because I can't trust you. I feel like you're always going to be against me. You know, if you're not for me, I don't have anybody else for me other than, of course, Elohim, you know, then what is the point of us being one together? Okay. So even if you have a disagreement or a misunderstanding or are unhappy about a present situation, your spouse should always feel like you are for them and not against them. Okay. Very, very important. So Satan, who is our adversary, okay, wants us to be hopeless and faithless and doubting, you know, and all these kind of things, especially within our marriage, all the while knowing that we are created in Elohim's image and meant to glorify him, which is the complete opposite of the characteristics I just mentioned, right? Everything is for the glory of Elohim, 
okay? Your marriage, if you have been given a godly marriage, it is purposeful, it is to fulfill, and um, it is to uh, establish and expand his kingdom, okay? But it is also to glorify Elohim, okay? So Satan takes a picture of the worst fight of your marriage, okay, and says, this will be your entire future. It will never change or never get better. Or he will say, you are too different from one another to be soulmates. But in reality, reality, sorry, soulmates are not born. They are made and they are called by Abba, okay? They are called by Elohim, okay? When two become one and choose to die to themselves, live under Elohim, and then you choose to put your spouse before you, okay, and to serve them, to fulfill your role as a husband or wife, okay, you have a beautiful marriage, no matter the seasons that you will face, and you will go through trials, but the thing is that you you go through them together, not, again, against one another, but if you have these things, okay, you become one, you stick together, I just did an episode called a, a a three-strand cord, I think, um, I don't have it in front of me, um, is not easily broken, okay? So when you two stick together and then you have Elohim in the center of you and his word as your foundation, your marriage will not be broken and you will have a beautiful marriage, okay? It's not always going to be blissful. It's not always going to be great and, and all these things, but you have a beautiful marriage, okay? You have a beautiful marriage. And the enemy seeks to create fear and anger in your life because he knows a house divided against itself cannot stand. So if you and your spouse are constantly going at each other, you're constantly going up against one another, what happens? Your house becomes divided because you are one, you are family, you are a home. Okay? Even if you don't have children yet, it doesn't matter. You are automatically a home, your family unit. Okay? So the enemy ultimately does this to turn the two of you together, to cause damage, to, to ultimately try to destroy is his end goal. And what that does is your home has now become divided. And remember, like scripture says, a home divided, you know, cannot stand. Okay? It cannot. The two most destructive forces to a marriage are fear and anger. And I'm going to go ahead and add pride as well. Pride is extremely destructive in, in a in marriage as well, okay? In the hardest days of your marriage, and they will come, in the hardest days of your marriage, okay, he will use your anger and your fear to access your marriage and get a foothold or access anything else you're doing that you're not supposed to be. It doesn't take much to open up a way for the enemy to come into your marriage. It doesn't take much. It does not take much. That's why I say do not stop praying. Be on guard. It does not take much. And when you are a target, when your marriage is a target, you and your spouse are a target, he will wait for that tiny little slithering of an opening to come into your marriage and gain a foothold. Do not give Satan a foothold to your marriage. Do not walk in the works of the flesh, but walk in the Holy Spirit, which is why I'm doing the Fruits of the Spirit in your marriage series. Okay? So fear is a false prophetic spirit of hell sent to frighten you and give you a negative report of your future so that you'll make a fear based on based decision that Yahuwah, okay, Elohim, will ultimately not honor. Okay? Why? Because Elohim does not honor fear and it's not from him. He, I'm sorry, I'm coming, becoming tongue-tied. He honors faith, okay? And faith 
is ultimately what we need to have with him, okay? Fear wants to give you the enemy's view of your future, okay? And will even have you looking at your spouse through the lens of the enemy instead of how Elohim views them, okay? Listen, I have a beautiful testimony that I can't wait to share. I, I can't do it yet, but I do want to say that that was something I definitely experienced, okay? I was looking at someone with just my own opinion, you know, through my own lens, through my own understanding. And I remember Elohim telling me that I needed to see that person, how he, how he, Elohim, sees him, okay? And I'll never forget that. It was one of the most beautiful things I had ever experienced in my life, okay? And so anyways, what the enemy will do is he will try to have you look at your spouse in a negative way, okay? Through all of these things. Now, fear can even make you think you married the wrong person, okay? And remove your trust in Elohim who gave you your spouse if you let it, okay? So how do you overcome fear? How do you overcome these things, okay? It's not your fear. Elohim has not given you a spirit of fear. Stop saying, I have a fear of this or I'm scared of this and I have a fear of that. I'm scared of that. Stop calling it your fear. You don't have any fear. You were made to be fearless, okay? The enemy's perfect disguise is you. He tries to hide behind us, hoping that we won't uncover him by masquerading himself as your negative and hopeless thoughts of yourself or your marriage or your spouse or even with Elohim. Okay? So the next time spirit of fear or any of those other ones, pride, anger, is talking to you, say no, rebuke it. That's not of Elohim and it's not who you are and it's not a part of your marriage and it's not your spouse. Okay? It's not. Say that it's not from him. Okay? It's not from Elohim and it's not you. It's not your spouse. It's not your marriage. It's not any of that. The next time that the enemy is trying to scare you, okay? Rebuke it. Say, spirit of fear in the name of Yeshua. I expose you and I will not let you disturb me. I will not let you disturb my faith and or get me to tear down my own marriage or my spouse. I reject your vision of my future because Elohim says he has given me a future and a hope and I trust in him. And he brought our union together. I rebuke the spirit of fear in Yeshua's mighty name. And if you want scripture to go along with that, Philippians 4, 6 through 7. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to Elohim. And the peace of Elohim, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Yeshua. Okay? Amen. You know, and it's like I was saying in my previous episode about the three uh, courts, um, the three-strand cord, I think is what it is. I don't have it in front of me. Um, cannot be easily broken. You know, it's you and your spouse. When you face these trying times, when you face these trials, you need to stick together. Don't allow the enemy in. Don't give him a foothold. Don't give him access. When you and your spouse turn against each other, okay, um, when you, you know, like, say you argue, Okay, and a few days go by and you two are still not really talking to one another. You haven't reconciled. You're giving access to the enemy to come in. I know it can be hard sometimes to reconcile certain things within that same day, but try to. And remember, your spouse is not the enemy. 
Okay. Yes, they're not perfect. Yes, they're going to make mistakes. Remember, this is what marriage is all about. Okay. You have to be understanding. You have to have patience. You have to let go of your pride. You have to let go of, um, you know, your own understanding. You have to see your spouse, how Elohim sees him or her. And that's how you can grow together in marriage. That's how you can have contentment in your marriage, okay? By having Elohim present in your marriage, by remembering to always pray, by remembering to reconcile whenever you guys have a disagreement or falling out, to remember to stick together when times get hard. That's when you need each other the most, okay? And to always have that unconditional love. Okay. So I pray that this word has been a blessing. I pray that it has encouraged you and it is something that you'll be able to take uh, with you into your marriage or apply it already to your marriage. I know that it's definitely helped me a lot. And remember, don't ever be afraid to admit to Elohim that you're having a hard time in your marriage. And don't ever be afraid to communicate with your spouse. I know some people might feel that their spouse may not be the easiest person to talk to because everybody has their own ways of handling things. But remember, when you are emotionally fueled, just have Elohim check your heart and have them to help you. Go somewhere by yourself for a little bit. Calm down. Take some deep breaths. Pray. You know, try not to ever address things emotionally charged like that, especially if those emotions are pride or anger or things like that, that you know you can end up saying something or doing something that can really be hurtful to your spouse and to your marriage as a whole, okay? So that is everything that I wanted to share with you. Stay tuned. In about a day or so, I will be doing the next Fruits of the Spirit episode. And thank you so much for listening, and I will talk with you in my next episodes.